but basically to be consistent across all channels and to use them, you know, as effectively as possible to reach your audience. And multi-channel is important because you reach people in different ways. Not everybody goes to like TikTok, for example. Right. Not everybody reads all their emails, but a lot of people do. So if you're on multi-channels where people are finding your message in various ways, it helps reinforce what you're saying. Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm super glad that you're here with us today because I am here with my most amazing guest. Yes, that's correct, people. I have guests today. So, ladies, why don't you introduce yourself, uh, who you are, and just super short, what you love to do. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. Sorry. Uh, this is, my name is Lori Burson, and um, I'm a marketing creative strategist. I've had my own agency for, I hate to say it's over 25 years. Um, of course, I started as a child and um, been doing uh, demand generation, generating strategies and all sorts of things for a myriad of clients um, in several different industries, uh, consumer packaged goods, financial services and health insurance, as well as uh, history and entertainment. Um, so that's what I do. And with my partner, who will introduce herself in a second, Yvonne Rosen, we wrote uh, ready-made marketing. So that's my end. And I'm Yvonne Rosen. Um, my career in marketing has been focused on business development. I've been helping companies and business professionals in financial and legal services, healthcare and real estate to develop and enhance their brands, grow market share and increase profits. Um, for 20 years, I held senior and executive level positions. Um, in fact, I, my longest stint was with City National Bank, where I developed their brand positioning, The Way Up, which they're still using, I'm happy to say. And for the past eight years or so, I've had my own consulting business and work with many small business and business professionals and am an integral part now of Lori's team. Very cool. So how did you, one, like we got a little bit of the how you got into the marketing, but how did you decide to come together in your businesses? Or any business? <laughs> you know, we've talked about that. It's been a few years and actually we don't really remember what brought us together, but we started working together and then we became friends and then it just kind of grew from there. Um, we, we kind of have the same backgrounds and a lot of the same strengths, but a lot of differences as well. So we mesh well together and it's just kind of blossomed. Oh, that's super fun. So do you find that you have a lot of things in common with each other now when you're going towards a project or do you still have that, <laughs> that differences in being able to bring two sides to the party? I think what's really nice is that we play off each other. Um, Lori has a lot of strength in technology. I do not. 
Um, my bandwidth is really centered around communications and writing and branding. And I think we just dovetail together nicely and, and we have no egos. You know, if we don't like something the other person says or we don't agree with it, we talk about it, which is great. Yeah, we're very upfront. <laughs> and, and that's true with clients as well. Very upfront, straightforward. And um, yeah, but the partnership has worked out really well in both writing the book as well as working, you know, with a, a number of different clients in different industries. I love it. So when you're working together with a client, what does that look like? Do you guys all come to the table and kind of hash it out or what do you do? Um, I think it's, there's, it depends on what's needed for the client, but typically um, we'll, you know, work with the, um, the stakeholders at the client, you know, uh, create a brief and from there determine, you know, we, Yvonne and I will meet, we'll figure out what's needed and, um, you know, just map it out. And each of us um, handles our different portions. And then I also bring in other people, other specialists, whether it's illustrators, photographers, videographers, you know, uh, programmers to do the tactical part. But Yvonne and I definitely together do the strategic part and we work really well doing that together. We start every project from a strategic perspective. We wanna understand what the goal is, what the client's trying to accomplish, and then develop a project to meet those goals. So we always come from a point of what do you need? What, do you, what are your goals? What are you trying to do? And of course, what is the budget? Cause that's gonna be <laughs> a lot too. <laughs> what, they have to have a budget? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and everybody of course has champagne taste and uh, Coca-Cola budget, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yep. <laughs> even yeah, even a large, uh, sorry, even the large Fortune 500 companies that we work with, you know, they too have, you know, limited budgets on certain projects and other ones, you know, it's a little bit better. So yeah, across the board. Well, I would think that nobody really has an unlimited budget. <laughs> so, Haven't you know, found one yet. Yeah. Exactly. Even Amazon has their, <laughs> their, their right. limitations. That's awesome. So what do you find is the most fun in working together? Mm. That's a great question. I think the, the ability, one, we think similarly in terms, you know, when we are crafting the strategy and um, our complementary skills, the other part is, you know, interjecting humor and, you know, genuinely liking each other, that helps too. So um, it's, it's fun just, you know, batting ideas around and um, also having them come to fruition and doing, seeing the results for the clients. So when the clients are, you know, thrilled with um, amazing results, that's also fun. And marketing isn't black and white, it's, it's creative. And, and Lori and I are both creative people. So you can come to things in marketing from a lot of different perspectives and it's fun to work things out. I, I just find marketing in and of itself fun. It is. Nice. And you find that it's easier with, together as a team? I know personally, I find being creative alone as a, it's kind of a vacuum, <laughs> but all of a sudden I get people in there and they're like, poof, 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 we start having ideas. I, well, I think it's good to, to throw ideas off each other, you know, bounce things around and talk about things and come to things from different perspectives. Um, that makes it more fun, actually. And, and I think it's because I've done a lot alone as well. Um, but I think working as a team, it's a lot faster, too. So in addition to being more fun, because you can get that, you know, bouncing back and forth and, uh, you know, things that maybe you hadn't thought of, you know, 
the other partner will come up with. It's great. Plus you get to bitch and moan about your client. Hey, <laughs> he's not agreeing right? with you. He doesn't want to put the money out. He wants it in two minutes. I mean, you know, you can't do that by yourself. Well, exactly. And you got to be able to complain while working so that you can get it delivered in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just help speed up the process all around. That was awesome. So we'll get more into kind of how you guys do what you do and, and your kind of profiles, if you will. But talk to me about what are some of the mistakes that you find uh, either in the industry that are getting proliferated or that your clients tend to make before they come to you? Mm. I, I have a couple. Um, I think one of the mistakes, because I deal, like Yvonne mentioned, with a lot of technology and automation, and um, I think a lot of people think that the technology, with that, they don't need the creative end of it, and you actually need it more. So <laughs> I will vouch for that one. Yeah. Down. <laughs> so I know. So I think the creative is, is lacking a lot. And I think it's coming around again where people are realizing because so much of what's out there is kind of the same. And it's, you know, we all do our automation and have, you know, immediate emails go out and all sorts of, you know, different omni-channel programs. But yeah, the creative part. And then the other mistake that I see is the the unrealistic deadlines and we'll do whatever we can to get it you know as fast as possible but certain things you know the the more time you have obviously more time and more money the better it's going to be but you know with time we can do and, and get a lot more creative as well so the biggest mistake i see is that i think most people virtually all of them view marketing as a cost center and it definitely is, you know, you can't run it back to the bottom line that easily, but they don't understand the power of marketing and they're not necessarily willing to put enough time or money or resources towards it. And marketing can be the impetus that makes or breaks a company. So I think people just need to look at it from a little bit of a change of perspective and it can work really well for them. Ooh, I have another one too. Um, one of the one of the other mistakes is not um, coordinating and getting the sales department involved early on, and I think that's super huge because bottom line is we're about you know getting more sales um, and getting more leads for the salespeople. So you know, and I've talked to a bunch of people recently about you know measuring you know, marketing, which is very, very difficult in terms of attribution and all that, but, you know, ultimately it's the revenue that's going to measure it. Um, so I think pulling in sales, not only in the beginning, but all the way through, you know, to, to work with us and do the best program with them involved. Oh, absolutely. I can't tell you how many salespeople I've worked with and, and sales and marketing seem to be ripped apart. And it's like, no, you guys need to work to get, you need to work together. Cause I always yeah. like, well, they make promises we can't keep. And I'm like, well, then tell them what the promises you will keep because clearly you have some, so they've got to figure out how to word it and, and express, right. you know, what the value of working with this company is. And, and a lot and of times people don't see the difference between sales and marketing. They'll use the terms synonymously and they're not. Yeah, so, not even close. <laughs> so, right, yeah, right. Well, and, and I'm going to go back to your point, um, Lori, about the when people think that the technology is going to run their marketing for them. And that one just kind of cracked me up and made me laugh because I think there is a best practices of, you know, we've done this and it converts the best. But if you're they've templated it so much 
that somebody is going and selling tomato soup and thinking, oh, okay, well, I can do this because they have a template for selling coaching. It's like, no, right. I mean, and you bring up a great point. Certain templates are, are great, you know, for some of the basic stuff and you can customize it. And we actually have some of those in the book. Other, other things cannot be templated and should not be. And, and also as Yvonne mentioned earlier, that the strategy needs to be there too. And it's going to be a different strategy from the get-go, but um, no, Michelle, you bring up a great point. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk strategy because that's one of my favorite topics. And when you're looking at a company, what are some of the um, aspects of a company that will affect their strategy? Hmm. Um, gosh, it, it typically, you know, what is their goal? What's their objective? Um, who is their audience? You know, the, the, their competitors, what's going on in the marketplace and in their industry? Uh, and of course, getting back to my, my favorite budget, um, that as well as, you know, we look at, okay, what's the conversion timeline? Is it a, a product or service? It's a quick conversion. Is it a lengthy conversion? You know, six months to two years, um, you know, that kind of stuff. And um, bottom line, how I look at it too, is where can you get the most bang for the buck? Um, and where can we, you know, get the, the best return for them. Absolutely. It's all about figuring out what they're trying to do, what their goal is, who they're talking to, and what that message needs to be. Because marketing really is all about communication. It's giving the right message to the right people at the right time and calling for them to take action. So it's figuring out what a company needs to do short-term, long-term, and then writing a strategy and a plan for making that happen. Because nice. I, I don't think a lot of people really consider that who their audience is, is going to affect that marketing. They think mm -hmm. that, hey, because I sell this product, I'm going to sell this product to whomever will buy it. And, and they're not realizing that actually <laughs> there's one person in particular and that we need to start talking to them. So give me some of the, kind of the things out of your book. What are you looking at working with people on and what do you think they need to know first? Well, we wrote the book basically out of COVID because it was a horrible time when it first started. Right. You know, working the work environment changed. People started working remotely. There were no in-person meetings. People were quitting. A primary concern was financial. Cost cutting led to layoffs. I mean, there was just a lot of stuff going on. And Lori and I saw that you know companies had no either no internal marketing support people were leaving or they didn't have the budget to hire any external marketing expertise. So we wrote the book to help them get back from a place that nobody was used to. They needed to re-energize their businesses. They needed to jumpstart sales. And we wanted to make marketing accessible and just help them bounce back from COVID. Um, people didn't want to spend money on marketing. They didn't know what to do. And this book just makes it easy for them to get going again. Nice. Yes, it can be very elusive to a lot of people, especially if they don't tend to be creative. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Definitely. Um, and, and mostly we wanted it to be just a quick reference book. So it's basically, it's not a novel where you kind of have to read through anything, but it's something where, you know what, I need to do an email and I'm just 
there's a blank page. I'm at a loss for words. I need something to get me jump started. So the book has, you know, a bunch of different templates for that that they can customize. So super simple reference book that they can just grab what they need when they need it. You know, most marketing books concentrate on strategy or writing marketing plans. They're more passive. We wanted something that was action oriented, something that people could take and start using and doing it themselves. And that's exactly what the book is. Nice. That sounds awesome. So was it written particularly for any industry or is it applicable to B2B, B2C, retail, services? It's applicable to really anybody. It's for small businesses, it's business professionals, independent consultants, uh, in any business. We have templates, customizable templates in there for a variety of scenarios. Uh, and we write them um, from, a, from a variety of perspectives. So you just pick and choose what you want and customize it for you. Right, and it, just to give you an example, we've got cold email outreach, we've got warm emails, follow-up email, you know, templates, as well as re-engagement. And then we've also got video scripts. So if you, you know, want to send a video, do video chat, whatever, we've got that. And then other tactics as well, um, you know, how to get on a panel, podcast, webinars, you know, all sorts of things that they can kind of self-manage and just giving them instructions on, you know, how to do it and some best practices. Nice. You're giving the secret sauce away. I know. We are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so true. I, I'm assuming that it'll still take time though. And then if somebody gets good at it and they're like, okay, this is just way too time consuming. I'd rather pay you guys to do it. <laughs> Pops in there. Um, part of that, but also to go to the next level, they would come to us. So like you said, if they need help and it does it, it shouldn't take that much time, especially the way we've kind of mapped it out for them. But if they get too busy with their primary, you know, stuff, then, um, you know, we're happy to step in. Or if, you know, they want to go to the next level and, and do a, a larger, more multi-channel type of approach, um, we can do that. I mean, the other thing that makes it really great too, I have a couple clients who have used the book for the technology resources because we've got over 400 and then we've um, designated the two top ones. So they're all vetted and all of the technologies are either free or very low cost um, and, and some great stuff like intent data that they can get for free um, to see who's searching out there for possibly their products or services. So that it's, it's really pretty comprehensive, but yeah, we're available to step in whenever they want or take them to the next level. Very fun. So, well, you mentioned multi-channel marketing. One, explain what that is to people that don't know. And two, what is the importance of having cohesiveness in that? I think it's really important to be consistent with your messaging and branding across all touch points. So multi-channel, whether it's email, text messaging, you know, SMS, um, you know, social media, uh, gosh, video, um, you know, streaming, television, radio, podcasts, webinars, anything. So there's, and there's new ones happening every day, new social, you know, media platforms, you know, nowadays, of course, TikTok is super huge, but then there's a new one called Be Real. So there's, there's so many different avenues to get the message out. And um, it's important, uh, like Yvonne mentioned before, you know, know your audience, because you need to know where your audience lives. So that's where you want to be. 
um, it's silly if your audience is not on TikTok and you're, you know, promoting through TikTok. So that's super important. But basically to be consistent across all channels and to use them, you know, as effectively as possible to reach your audience. And multi-channel is important because you reach people in different ways. Not everybody goes to like TikTok, for example. Right. Not everybody reads all their emails, but a lot of people do. So if you're on multi-channels where people are finding your message in various ways, it helps reinforce what you're saying. Nice. Love that. So who would you say is your ideal client? Who do you absolutely love to work with? Everybody, of course. No. <laughs> we have no favorite children except no, no, our they're all wonderful. <laughs> you know, it's funny for the, the clients that we work with. Um, I one of the reasons that I, I, you know, we work with them is because we do like to work with them. You know, we like them as people, and you know. <laughs> Are there times where, you know, you don't love everybody all the time, but, uh, but for the most part, they're all great people, great values. And um, the other, they, they trust us implicitly, which is huge. And um, I don't know, hopefully, hopefully that answered it, but. Yeah, uh, they value what we do. They understand what marketing can do for them. And they're, they're putting their trust in us to help them do that. So that's the best. Oh, and fortunately, we've had very long-term, you know, relationships with these clients too. I'm trying to think of the most recent. I think one of them is maybe the most recent relationship is a five-year long relationship, but I've had some go back, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. As similarly with um, other service providers and vendors that I pull in, been working with them forever and ever. And it's a, a really nice group of people. I was marketing director for one of my clients. I've been with them for years. They let me go. They, they had to lay off marketing. And then they brought me on as a consultant. And I've been working with them that way ever since. So it's right. all relationship-based. It's great. Right. And basically, they can't get rid of us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bad pennies. We keep turning up. <laughs> right. That's awesome. So give us an example of one of your Cinderella stories of one of your clients. <sighs> Let's see, Yvonne, you want to take this one or? Sure. My favorite Cinderella story is when I was working at City National, um, I was in charge of corporate development and advertising, and I developed, helped develop their branding campaign, The Way Up. And it's the, it's the ladder, and they're still using it today. And, and we developed that like 20 years ago. So I'm super proud that that's still going. And that's just a sign that, you know, brands get you where you need to go and they help you solidify who you are and i just love that they never change that that it's still working for them so that's that's my really greatest cinderella story that is awesome and it it exemplifies the importance of psych psychology and underlining meaning in good marketing mm -hmm. <laughs> right because sure. i think a lot of people don't understand the difference between let me call it low budget marketing and high budget marketing and to me, it's like low budget marketing is I just need a logo. I just need something. It could be an ink spot. I'm good. Okay. I can put that on my cards and move on. And <laughs> to me in the high end marketing, not to sit to you know, put you out of the market, but just to say that when you're working with somebody of the quality of these guys, you end up with that depth of knowledge that a word's not just a word, an image just isn't an image, that there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, very true. 
Very and we fun. developed a lot of logos and a lot of catchphrases for brands. So I know. I always thought too, it'd be great to have a royalty schedule for, <laughs> for those things that, you know, we've created like 20 years ago, 10 years ago, I have packaging out there for companies and, you know, obviously, you know, we get paid on the initial thing, but uh, you never think it's going to be out there for that long. Right. Like how much could you get paid on a Nike swoosh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, athletes sure get paid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's awesome. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that some of our listeners might be having right now? And they're thinking, oh my God, Lori and Vaughn, I need you guys so badly. Hmm. Um, I think just being, you know, maybe being stuck. There's, there's a couple that I see with clients and potential clients. One is they really don't know where to put their dollars to get the, the most, you know, the best results. And the other one is um, they just don't have the manpower um, to do it. They've got, you know, a sales department. They've got, and this is kind of a small to medium business um, with maybe like 30 to 50 employees. They just don't have the internal bandwidth. And um, so that's when they'll typically call in us to help put together a program. And then it usually grows from there. So and marketing doesn't have to be expensive to work. There's many, many things you can do on low budgets. Um, so I don't think people should shy away because they don't think they have the money to do it. Uh, I think it's more important to do something than to do nothing. Absolutely. So let's extrapolate on that one because I think it is an important point that there are certain areas of marketing that are um, impactful if you want to put it that way, when, when you go out, like in the past, I've had a lot of people that will spend, you know, $40,000 on a long email and go, wow. And then I've had other people spending 40 grand on their website and going, wow. <laughs> it's like, then to me, I'm, I'm looking at it at the end result going, I get it sometimes, but in these particular cases, it just didn't make sense. That wasn't a valuable use of their money. So what are some of the things that they might be going through to say, hey, this is where this money should be spent, even if it's, you know, $5,000 or whatever. I think the easiest way for them to think about it is not to, to be the determinant of what marketing they do, but to talk to people like us to see what makes best use of whatever funds they have. I think that's, that's where the marketing expertise comes in. You don't have to know exactly what you need to do. You just need to know what your goal is and let us help you get there. Awesome. And do you find that people are leery of giving budgets thinking, you know, if I only have 500 bucks, you're not going to be able to do anything for me. Or if I have 40,000, you're just going to blow it on whatever. I don't come across that too much. I nice. mean, generally they'll come, you know, and say, this is what we've got. What can you do with it? And we'll go, you know, through and, you know, strategize on that and then come, you know, up with a plan. But, um, and many times they'll say, you know, we just have a couple thousand or whatever. And again, like Yvonne said, you know, the best, we'll help them put it in the best place, but um, yeah, we don't. And if you don't have a lot of money, that's why this book is so good, because it's really a DIY resource. You can take it and get started. 
as you get more and more successful and you need to go further, that's when you can bring us in. But as a starting point with not much budget, that's really why we wrote this book, to help them get off the ground. Right. What was it for less than a week's worth of Starbucks? You've got yeah, yeah. Our, our book <laughs> with yeah. all these goodies in there. And um, it's literally thousands of dollars of expertise, right? literally, for many, less many than years. the cost of a week's worth of Starbucks. So it's it's kind of hard not to see the value, truthfully. Nice. I love it. So some things they might be going through is one, if they're if they've had a shift in their business and they just don't know where to start, what's most important when it comes to branding, if they have some branding and it seems to be kind of falling flat. And what I heard also heard was if they're not differentiating between sales and marketing, that that can have a huge impact on, on where they go. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Cool. So I know our listeners are going to want more from you. How do they start their journey with you? I would say, first off, um, you know, go to Amazon and look for ready-made marketing if they want the book. Um, they can also um, reach us um, at bursandeanstevens.com. So um, that's one way. And they could email us. Um, we're both on LinkedIn. Yeah, we're both on LinkedIn. It's Yvonne Rosen and Lori Burson on LinkedIn. So we're definitely there with any, you know, if anybody has any questions or needs uh, our services. Very cool. And as always, peeps, we will always have those links in the show notes so that you have them there at the ready. And you can also go to awarenessstrategies.com slash blog and do a search on marketing and uh, ready-made marketing. And of course, Lori or Yvonne, and you will find them. Awesome. So I have to ask you ladies, at what point in life did you know that you were the special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur. <laughs> Too early. <laughs> Tell tales. I was in, oh gosh, probably I was 21. My, yeah, in my 20s, really early on. Yeah, Lori's always been an entrepreneur. I have not. I've always worked for companies, large and small. I've been a corporate girl. And then uh, I just decided the older I got and the more experienced I got just to start my own thing. And that's what I've been doing ever since. So I came to it late. Very fun. And so any advice for our newbie entrepreneurs that are looking at this whole world with, you know, awe and terror? <laughs> I think there's so many opportunities and it's easier than ever, you know, with the tools that are available and it's, it's much um, less barrier to entry, but bottom line for any entrepreneur, you need to sell, you need to sell your services and get clients. So um, the good news is there's a lot, lot more channels out there to do that and a lot of help online. Um, but yeah, it's um, a ton of opportunities. And you, Yvonne, any advice for peeps? I think you just need to dive in and don't be afraid and just keep going. You know what you want to do. There are millions, as Lori said, there are many ways to get there. Lots of resources just take advantage of everyone you know and everything, everyone you don't know and keep going and look up books like ready-made marketing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Love it. Awesome. Ladies, you have been absolutely fabulous. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it immensely. I know how valuable it is. Any last words for our peeps? Not for me other than I, you know, thank you, Michelle. You've been amazing and um, we've enjoyed it thoroughly. And we hope we help some people. We hope yes. we gave them some great ideas and, and make them want to move forward and succeed. 
Love it. Well, thank you for being here with us. I appreciate it. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show. Join our Facebook group, Business Ownership Secrets to Scaling. We love to connect with you and we love helping you grow. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.